Okay, today's stuff is Nun Dalad. Yes, Nun Dalad. And we'll be here from the Mishnah. It says, So if you've got a balcony and there's, and you want to, and it's over the yam, over a source of water, and you want to be able to draw water from it, you can't simply draw water from it unless you make a mechitza. So the two ways to understand milamala mimata, Reb Chaim points out. One is like Rashi, lamala and lamata means from the actual kutsutra itself, from the balcony, so above the balcony level, so a bit like a, um, a, a, a it's like a, a fence to stop you from falling in, if you like. And the other one's underneath the base of the balcony. However, the other Rishonim actually say, it has to be below the balcony. The question is, what's mala, so then, therefore, what's milamalan or milamatan? So that would be, lamala means lamala min have mayim above the water, okay, which would be, um, which would be like above the, um, just underneath, the, let's say, let's say underneath the, underneath the kutsutra, whereas lamata would be, say, under the water itself, okay? That's two ways of understanding it. Okay, fine. Uh, let's continue. Good. Um, now, let's continue. Sorry. Now, means if there are two balconies. Um, one's above the other. Uh, we say, the top of balcony made, made one of these made one of these, um, made one of the, the, the mechitzot, but the bottom one didn't. So we say, they wouldn't be, they, they wouldn't be able to draw water from it unless they make a mechitzot together. Now, what are meaning of Chatseros together? Now, just to explain here, what I'm, what you're seeing in the first picture on the second page is the way the Bavli explains it. And Reb Chaim spends some time going through the Sugi, but I'm not going to be doing that because he says later on, the Rishami anyway understands this Mishnah differently. And it's more like, the way the Korban it explains already here on the Mishnah, like this. So it's not offset side by side, but rather it is one literally with the holes in the, in the balconies aligned with one another. The top balcony made this mechitza underneath it, and the bottom one didn't. And we say, both of them can't draw water through the aligned holes. Okay, Why that's the case, that's the beginning of tomorrow's shear, so I'm not going to go into more detail. Otherwise, we'll end up spending most of the shear just on this, and when it's really something to be discussed on tomorrow's shear. Um, let's continue now. Let's look at the Gemara. So Rav Zeira says, back to our case of our Kisustra, simple case. So Rav Zira says, Rav, um, Yehuda B'Shem Ravs, Now, this is interesting here. Rav Chaim, it means, in other words, you need it to be that the mechitza is mushuka. This mechitza underneath the balcony has to be immersed in the water, the depth of the dli, which is kind of interesting. Why? Because that way it's nikar, it's recognizable. You made that mechitza, there's the other mechitza here, for the purpose of drawing water. And it says, so based on this, Rav Chaim says, that's not Kedat Rashi. Why? Because Rashi says, it can, Lamala, what's Lamana? Lamala was Lamana min Augustus, Zustra was Mahani, as we said, shared in the, on the Mishnah. So clearly it doesn't have to be touching the water. So therefore, it must be referring, it must be like really Rav Rishon, and Lamala means like and above the water, but underneath the balcony, like in the third picture on the first page. Okay. However, nonetheless, this Gemara is still difficult, even according to Rav Rishonim, because the most of the Rishonim would say, if you could do it underneath the balcony, it doesn't have to be touching the water. 
Okay, so what's uh, the Lachen? That's why Lachen Pirish Gilgan Ashas, that the Gilgan Ashas says that actually these few lines is not even talking about Amishnurdo. It's talking about in a, um, it's talking about the case of Amatamayim. If you recall the stream and having the wall to divide them, oh, oh sorry, at the end of the, to, to mark off that the stream is now part of the Chatzar, it doesn't have the dinner of the Karmelit, so you can draw the water from the Chatzar, from the, from the stream. However, but nonetheless, it's quite difficult because the Yerushalmi in Sukkah says, actually, no, this also brings this diuk that the Mechitzot have to be immersed in the water on our Mishnah. So it seems to be that really sounds like Yerushalmi is um, different to the way most Yerushalmi understand the Halach. Okay. Now then it says as follows. So... If you want to explain it, that this is on our Mishnah, Reb Chaim says here, it seems to be that sometimes when the text is similar one in here to another location, the the person who's writing it down ended up sort of copying or nigra, or ended up be writing that which was earlier on as well. So really, it's this statement doesn't really apply to here. That's why you'll see it like in, in Aspel, we'll bracket it off. Well, the people don't read it this way. However, if you want to read like the Gilu and Ashas, like we said before, that's like referring to the other sugya, then it makes sense because that's exactly what we we're discussing in other sugya that the, the the partition has to be low down in the board that we defined in the two chatzir because we're scared that the bucket might go to the other side. Okay, that's the way it's made before. Okay, um, fine. But let's continue the gemara now. Amar of Huna, so when we're saying it has to be up here, like in this case, milamala, the way Rav Rishonim explain it, has to be within three tfachim to the kutsustra, meaning the gzustra, meaning the balcony itself. Okay. Um, the reason is, is um, I'll read Rukhaim. He says, Rav Huna says, look, it doesn't have to be immersed in the water. He's cholak on that first type of the first opinion we saw. The fact that it's attached to the balcony, that's enough of a hekir that you're doing this to enable people in the balcony to draw water. And again, it seems to be the whole concern, whether Rav Chaim reads the sugya, unlike the other, um, other Mephrashi Yerushalmi here, the whole concern is that the mechitz has to be such that it's, there's a hekir, that I'm, it's recognizable that I'm doing this for the water. However, the, that, again, it doesn't have to be immersed in the water to create that hekir, but it has to be still associated with the balcony. So therefore, therefore, it has to at least be attached to it. It can't be some sort of suspended in between the balcony and the water. Or at least that's be within three tfachim, so you could apply levod, so you can see this box, this hollow box that you're doing, that you're using to enable you to now draw water from the from from the from the yam underneath has to be at least considered halachically attached to the balcony above, and that will give you that sufficient echo. Okay, fine. Uh, let's continue. Tani Rabbi Chananya ben Akavi Omer Okay, so let's say you've just got a Kutsutra. Let's go to this case. So we've done, done those pages. Let's go to page three. So let's say you've just, this is now looking at our balcony from the top. Okay, so let's say that what you didn't make a fence, you've got nothing. All you can do is just cut a hole in it. And Rabbi Yaakov Bar, Bar Acha says, That's provided the Nekev as Arba Tvachim. So it's four by four to make it feel like our normal Petach. However, And the width of the balcony, has to be four by four. Now, what? Why is that? Because four amot is actually twenty-four tefachim. Okay, so if we cut mamash in the center of it, a space by four by four, that means what you have on each side of the hole I've made in the middle, I have ten tefachim of length. 
And then once I've got that, I can say, I can then effectively view those pieces as if they're bent down. And now I've got my mechitzer of ten tefachim below it, which is quite a chidush. Because what you're doing, it's you're, sabar, um, you, you're saying kof v'gud. You're saying I can bend and then I can run gudasik down. Because even once after I've bent it, it's not reaching the water. I'm relying on effectively it's kind of like a good asik to happen to make the to for this the walls that I'm creating to run all the way down to the water. But but prior to even doing that, I'm doing chof. I'm bending it, I'm sort of bending the sides, virtually bending the sides of the balcony itself, which is again quite a chir. Um again, Voshier, and that's such that asara, so it's be gvod asara. Okay. However, the the Tanava Mishnah. Who says that's not sufficient? I actually need to properly build a wall if um, underneath the balcony using the pinyon rod on him. That's because you can say maybe good asik, or you can say mechitzapluya, however you want to explain it. Um, but you can't say chof the good. You can't say I have to. I can do both these halachic um, exercises. One of bend, effectively imagining that the, the balcony itself was bent down to create the tent fucking walls and run it all the way down. Okay. Um, how it says, uh, uh, so Taman Amri, I feel ain Machitzukovasara, Nasik, uh, it say Nasik Kamashmerat Chada. Now, this is interesting. Rabchaim explains it one way, and then I'll explain it like Korbaneda, because two completely different things. However, Taman Amri, that's again Bavel, Rabchaim explains this is all one statement, not a question and answer like the Korbaneda, but he says, even if it wasn't exactly four by four, it would still work. We don't need it to be Mamash Meruba. Why? Because then I can view the sides as if they're coming down like a triangle rather than a square, and that would still be sufficient. Okay? That's the way Reb Chaim explains it. However, the way Korban Edeida explains it, he explains it, one second, according to Hanania, that you go to Chof for good. If you can like good Asik, I read the Korban Why do not need to be full, full wide? Right? Um, and name a P tikra. Why don't you simply rely on the fact P tikra your adversotem? I can just use again, we've seen before in the previous Mishnah, if you've got a tikra or a board, I can say the edge of the board just runs down. Just rely on that at all. Why don't you chof the good? Why don't you have to bend it and run it down? So, therefore, the answer is this is what, in other words, it's not one full statement. The way Korbanet explains is nasit kemash merit chada, meaning we're dealing with a the gazustra itself, daisha tikra shal gazustra asuak ba'alachson ke ingagin shlano. That it's actually sort of bent on an angle, and therefore it's uh, you can't use P Tikra or Yerubasatam because P Tikra only use on a flat, you know, like if you like on a flat surface. But again, that's just a little a side note, but again, which really should proclaim not um, confused too much. But let's continue. So if we go back to our case here, we're talking about the original case in the Mishnah. You've got your uh, this simple case where you've got the uh, the balcony with a hole in it, and you've made your mechitz underneath it, which is enabled you to draw water out. So Rabidi says, That enables you to draw water up, but not pour water from your balcony out. For example, wastewater, you want, want, want to pour things out down it. So Now, meaning when the Chachamim got together and ruled this, were you with them? Now, what does that mean? What's the intention here? Is it that when he said, when, and that response was, was it like, are you such a chacham that you know what's going on? Meaning it's almost, he wasn't happy with that suggestion that it should be a chiluk. Or he's like the fe- pele, meaning, wow, how did you, how did you work that out? That, that, that's, how did you work that out on your own? You must have been with a chachamim when they worked it out. 
So that's Machloket Amorayim. So Amar Rav Megahu Imei. He, he, so according to Rav Mana, when he says we were with the Chachamim when they when they decided the Salacha, he was rebuking him. He says, "What difference does it make if you're pulling up water or or, or putting it out? If this mechitza works as a mechitza, you define the area as uh, one that can you can do hachnasa, so clearly you can do hotza. What difference does it make? Okay, um, fine. You know, this, however, Amrav Yosef Barbon says mile amar so mila amar amale muta la malot shema male me mechitza tov asu lishpok shuchotech luchutz mechitza ta. So the way um, the way Rav um, Oh, uh, that Rav Yosef Barabun says, he says, actually, he's being complimentary. He says, that distinction's a good distinction. Drawing up water is one thing. I'm taking the water immediately below me, which, based on the coolers that we've said, associated especially specifically with water, Mamechitz is allowed to be considered part of Marishus, as if it's not like part of the uh, caramelate. Yes, even though water's moving to and fro underneath, it doesn't matter. That allows me to draw it up. However, pouring out, what's going to happen, as soon as I pour it down, it's going to go straight out. So yes, there is good grounds to differentiate between drawing water up through that through that hole or or uh, pouring wastewater away. Okay. Okay. Fine. As Rabbi Chaim says, "Aval lishpoch asu mimnei shayam molicha shoprim chutzah mechitzat mechitzat gusustra." Because as soon as you pour water out, the water is going to wash away and straight away and go out the out the chitzas. Okay. So Amar Rav Chia Barba, Lo Amar Rav Chanani ben Akavi Ela biyam tivra shehahari mekifinota. In other words, this special cooler we've just been discussing, the one on page three, where you can just cut a hole four by four in the middle of the balcony and do both chof v'gud, meaning you view the sides if it's bent down and going down, and then run, then you can, then step two, you view as if the walls are running all the way onto the, the, the yam. That's only in Tiveria. Why? Because in Tiveria, we've got the harim mikifinota, that the mountains completely surround that yam, the, 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 the Tiveria. The Kinneret, sorry, that's what I was looking for. Now, what's the difference? Sorry, Reb Chaim, he says. In other words, because the mountains surround the Kinneret, it says, Meaning, really, it's a Rashut Yachid. But, because we know any space that wasn't surrounded, even if it's walled off, there wasn't wasn't surrounded for dwelling inside. If it's more than Beitzah time, which Kinneret is, then it has a din of like a, like a Karmelech. Chacham Yosef can't carry in that space. It's only in that situation that Rabbi Hananiah says we can use this two-step of Chof Agud to Matirat. Aval Besharnar, if you're dealing with another river, there's no Mechitzas around. You don't have like mountains surrounding the give it a sense, give it as if it's an enclosed area. The Apag of the Ilunami, despite the fact that's also a Karmelech, it's not Rosh Hasharabim. Because that has is a din of a caramelite mamash gamur, like that's the that is a quintessential caramelite, a yama, a river, an ocean, things like that. Then Sha'inla Hekar Mechitza, there's no hekar mechitzas around it. Then Robert Rabbi Khananya would agree that you need to have a proper mechitzas on your balcony in order to draw water out. You can't rely on the chof agud. So outside once again, so what the Gavishalmi is saying here is. Is that this whole special? Oh, it's like Rabchia says that this whole leniency of chof va'agud is only a particular context when it's dealing with a yam like the Kinneret that is surrounded by mountains such that it has a din rishus yachid. Okay, yes, it's a very big rishus yachid. So therefore, Chaim says asur kakaramlit. So therefore, because situation really, it's kind of like a a light version of a caramelit. Let's call it that. Yes, you can't normally take it out. That's why the, that's why he was more mekil. 
However, in a a, a proper defined caramelate, like a, or a, that, like a river or an ocean that doesn't have these mechitzas around it, well, then we say, or the mechitzot nikarot, you don't have recognizable mechitzas, then he said you wouldn't be able to do this two-step of kofba good. Let's continue. Rabbi Azza Shalei the Rabbi Yochanan. Ha'hen piusrus. Zerak betok l'rushus rabbi m'rushus rabbi m'tocho. What's the deal? Well, piusrus are ayarot, cities that are mukwefet v'harim. Surrounded by mountains. The question is, do they have a din of Rishus Yachid? Now, clearly, maybe Midrabana, the Asuk, is such a big space. Again, it's not Hukafladira. However, is it Rishus Deraisa? Such that if I throw from the Rishus Rabim into these cities that are surrounded by mountains, then I'd be hired to bring a korban. Or I'd be over in Isuskila for doing so. Okay, for Shogi Gomezi. Okay, so that's what the question is. Amrali Adataka in Rishus Rabim, Lola. says, what are you talking about? According to you, then there's no Rosh Hashanah at all. What does that mean? So, Reb Chaim, debate Lamei Madahana Piusu Rosh Hashanah. If you want to say that the, that these these cities surrounded by mountains and a mashav at the end of Rosh Hashanah, in Ken you don't have Rosh Hashanah Rabim ever. Shere Kol Alam Nami Okeanos Makifor because you got the whole world is also surrounded by the ocean. Okay, and it says Umakom Katan Mukafhar, a small area that's surrounded by mountains that you can nikar the mechitzot that the mountains that the that the mechitzot um, that are created. Anikar, Shita, that's no question, that's a Rosh Hashanah in the Kula Alma. Meaning, on Shabbos, someone threw into the area that would be in Beshoge, the Chayvim and Korban from Rosh Hashanah. Ella, we're asking if Ella came to Veria Kasha. The whole Kasha is on places like Tveria, that we said before is like a Rosh Hashanah, kind of like Rosh Hashanah. Right? Because in that situation, when you're not, when it's not any carrot, you can't feel yourself as if you're inside Mechitzot, that's what the Kasha is like. It's saying, if, if a place like Kinneri is saying is Rosh Hashanah, then why don't we say, you know, all of Australia is a Rosh Hashanah, because there's an ocean surrounding it. Like, what's, that, that's, that's sort of the kasha. Okay, now, Rosh Lakish says, Lolam ain't Rosh Hashanah adchim mufulash misof alam batsof alam. So, he would bring a contradiction to Rosh Lakish. So, Rosh Lakish says, you can only, the only way we can have Rosh Hashanah is if it goes from one end of the world to the other. Okay, mama straight. However, that seems to be more, in other words, there is a region that could be like that. There are mountains intervening, things like that. However, we see this as a kasha. Mukhlefish with Reish Lakish. This is a kasha Reish Lakish. Because Reish Lakish says, there is no Rosh Hashanah, not even now. into the future, that all values will be raised up. So there seems to be a contradiction within Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish says there are some sort of Rosh Hashanah around, whereas um, whereas the other statement of Rish Lakish, there's no Rishat Rabbim until the future when you can have, when the, since the values will be, um, evened out, will have these spaces that are one end of the world to the other, a, a flat surface, is what it sounds like. However, Matnita Bligar Rish Lakish, this is of this, uh, writer that seems to argue on Rish Lakish. This is as follows. It's actually Mishnah, actually. Well, it's actually, because we're talking about Tuma, it's actually, I think the mission there is uh, Rishat Rabbim, but, Says Ezo Rishus Hayachid Shvile Beit Gilgal that the paths of Beit Gilgal that had had a steep ascent, and because of that steep ascent, uh, either two ways to understand it. Rukhaim says either because it was that we've said in the past if it's if it, if you go up if you can go up by ten at a distance of going four then it's already considered like a mechitza like a wall. So because of that steep ascent maybe it's already considered fenced off that those shvilim. Or alternatively because it's so inconvenient for thoroughfare therefore it doesn't have dinner rabim. I mean it's a caramelate even though called rishusiyachid. Okay, so shvilavit gilgal the kol kiyotzev anything like them are rishusiyachid the shabbos rishusarabim the tuma. 
that the Roshus are Yachid for Shabbos, meaning uh, that it's not, it, doesn't have a, it doesn't have a din of Roshus Rabin, because again, it's, either says it's like fenced off or it's inconvenient. In other words, Mamash Rosh Yachid, or it might have a din of a Karmelit. However, for Tuma, it is Roshus Rabin. What do you mean for Tuma? We have a thing, we have a principle by Tumah that Safik Tumah Roshus Yachid is Tameh, Roshus Rabin is Tahor. We learned that from, we learned that from Sota. And that we learned from Sota, we've seen in Dafiomi recently. So, what it's saying is because it's nonetheless a thoroughfare with lots of people, for Tumah it has a din of Shusarabin, such as Suffolk Tumah, that regarding Tumah in this space is a, is Tahor. Okay? But you see nonetheless that you can, it, other than Shvile Begilgal and other places, there are other roads that have the din of Shusarabin. Okay, let's continue. Amrav Yochan, Lomar Yossi, Elili Inan Sukkah. Now, we're going back to Rabbi Yossi now. When Rabbi Yossi says that the din of a mechitzah pluya is a mechitzah, that's only really for a sukkah to define as a sukkah. However, valinya shabbat, to define a rashut as a rashut based on a mechitzah tluya, a hanging mechitzah, Rabbi Yossi says, no, that's not the case. It wouldn't work. Meaning, it has to go all the way to the ground. Now, again, Rabbi Chaim says, lo nafik miklal karmlit ad da'avid mechitzah ba'aretz. Right. The Gemara says, milta Rabbi Chanina, however, says, amra afalinya shabbat. We see that from the, from what Chanina says, we'll see in a moment, the Shmuah, that, um, even for Shabbos, Rabbi Yossi holds that a mechitza tuyu, a hanging mechitza doesn't reach the ground, is a good mechitza. The Marav Chanina, Shilton Balitzipori, the authorities came to Tzipori, but Talula Katiot, and they put up certain, uh, Yiriot, some curtains, and Rabbi Chaim says the purpose of doing that in the various streets was actually Lechvodor, for his honor. And now you've got the, these pre-existing mechitza, now the question is, they were hanging the tluyot. Can you carry? Again, this is the son of letaltel tachteim kishi to David. I mean, just as Aviv holds mechitzot tluyot works by sukkah, you see here they allow he allowed those mechitzot despite the tluyot to work for Shabbos as well. Okay, and now we'll consider the mechitzot of the mavoi and allow them to carry the, through the Rom Shabbos. Fine. So we see the concept of Mechitza Tluya doesn't only work for Sukkot, also works for Shabbos as well, contra Biosi. Um, that was a contra Khanina's way of saying it. However, that's, Cholik, that's, with the Machok, with, with, really with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, not for Shabbos. A Rabbi Yossi bar Bum Bishem Rabbi Shmuel bar Yitzhak says, Ati Rabbi Yossi bar Khanina, so Rabbi Yossi bar Khanina is, is like Rabbi Khanan, Khananya, like we said above, or Khanina, like we said above, meaning that there's no difference between Shabbos and Sukkot contra Biosi. But Tarveyan, they're both Cholek, Pligi, Alshita Rabbi Yochanan, Cholek and Rabbi Yochanan, that says the controversy, there is a difference between the two. Why? Demar, here we add Rabbi Yossi Barchanina, who that's who we're trying to say, not Rabbi Yochanan. Demar, he had changed the word Rabbi Yossi Barchanina. The Rabbi Yudan, Rabbi Yossi, Vichananya, Ben Akavia, Shloshtam Rudavarachal. All three of them say the same thing. What do they say? Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, the Gisharim of Fulashim. Rabbi Yossi had a sukkah. And Rav Chanania ben Akavia, the time Rav Chanania hit your shoulder, hit your kutsutra, va atza, shebayam, va abat alontit. So, what are we saying here? Let's go through all the cases. We're trying to say they all say the same thing. Now, there's a few ways to understand this sugya. Rav Chaim says initially he's fights a gil and ashas. Because if you look at the case of Gisharim Mufulashim, that's a case not of Mechitzatluya. That's a case of P. Tikra, your adversotem. Okay? So, therefore, and, and according to the, the um, let me get this right, the, the uh, Tosfot and the Ramban, everyone agrees Pitikro Yored Vasotem kind of wo- it works. We'll get to that in a moment. And that's not the Machloket. 
Rather, so therefore we know. So therefore, it can't be talking when it says Rabbi Yehuda. It can't be talking about Gisharim before Lashim. It rather must be talking about the case of the the um, Kotel Apiabor. So, if you recall the Kotel Apiabor, if you remember, Rabbi Yehuda was of opinion in order to divide this board between the two Chatserot, you don't need to put a wall inside the board at all. It's enough sufficient that it runs across the top. Meaning, we can say that the Mechitza Tluya, this Mechitza, even though it's not touching the water, works. Even though it's not minkar, even though it's not purely recognizable, it's time for the bore. That's the point. So that's the common thread between all these three shiras we'll see in a moment. Then the mechitzot luyo works, even if it's not minkar. That's why the next case of Reb Yossi by sukkah, clearly we've said that works. Um, oh, sorry, by Reb Yossi, it's not the sukkah. It's actually the maise brebishmal Reb Yossi, which is the case we just brought above. Not Reb Yossi's sukkah. You see here that again, Rebam, the Gilanashah says it's, it's a case of a Mamasha Mechitza Tluya, the case where the Shilton was coming to town and had all these pre existing curtains hanging. And Rabbi Hananya ben Akavia de Tanya Rabbi, he was matter of three cases. One of them is the Katsutra. The Katsutra is a balcony with a hole in it. You simply put the, the, um, the, the, the Mechitza around it, the hole in the balcony, and that's sufficient, despite the fact, uh, sorry. Go back a step. Not that it's not you putting the mechitza there. You're relying on chovva good. Sorry, the case where you just cut a hole in it and you rely on the fact that the sides are bent down. In other words, that works. It's a mechitza tluya that works, even though it's not nikar. It's done for the main. Even though there's no physical um, uh, construction you've done for the main. So once again, the way again the um, the uh, the, the, the Gilan Ashas explains it because. There seems to be a difference between Mechitzluya uh, and and um, Pitikras or Rebbe Is that the Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Chananiah ben Akavia are all talking about cases where we're relying on Mechitzluya, even though it's not Nikar. Once again, Rabbi Yehuda is talking about the case where it's a Mechitz that's running across the top of the pit. It's a Tluya, even though it's not Nikar, it's for the water. It's still okay because it works even on ground. So if, if it works even on ground, I don't need it to be Nikar for the water. Rabbi Yossi is a case of, we saw these hanging um, curtains in the Mavoy. And the final case is the of the Chof Vagud. The reason why it doesn't need to be mamash physically underneath it is because I don't need to be Nikar, because I know already that the Mechitzah um, works. However, Rabbi Chaim says, actually, we can keep the girsa of our, of our Gemara. And he says, we can actually say that if you want to say that Mechitzah Tluya and Pitikra really stem from the same logical basis, if they both depend on one another, then it works. Why? Because um, Rabbi Yossi, then you can say that Rabbi Yossi, that when it says Rabbi Yossi's Gesharim Mufulashim, is exactly like we have it. Because he allows Gesharim Mufulashim, meaning that, that what's the case of Gesharim that's Mufulashim? That's, that's Rabbi Yossi's opinion you can carry underneath a bridge and rely on the bridge itself of PTK September to, to form it. Ah, what about Rabbi, the opinion of Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon and, sorry, of the, sorry, the, the Ramban, the Tosfot and the Ramban, the Pitikra is Lukule Alma, not just Rabbi Yehuda. Well, no, it's different. That's only a case of the bore. In other words, when we say Pitikra Yerim in the bore, that's when you put a plank of wood across it or the, or the, or the, or the, or the roof. And that was to create some sort of mechitza to divide the bore into. However, to form a full set of mechitzot, no, not everyone agrees with that. That's Shita Rabbi Yehuda. So once again, in other words, when do we say that they're, um, that they're, like, um, that they're, that, that they're different? 
So when, when do we say that, sorry, when do we say that they're mamash, everyone agrees it's okay? That's when you've got pre-existing walls, like the walls of the bore. And I'm using Pitekriyotem to divide the two. That's when everyone agrees. However, indeed, it is a debate. However, if you're trying to use Pitekriyotem to form walls, like the case of Gisharim. So therefore, we can keep running through this sugi, just like I said now, according to the understanding that Pitekriyotem and Mechitzotulia are really a chatolu v'sheni. So then it's going to be a lot simpler. First is Rabbi, um, first is Rabbi Yehuda Gisharim of Alashim, Rabbi Yossi de Sukkah, and Rechanam and Akavya's case of Hetir Kutsutra. Now, what's the case of, according to that, by the way, if you read the sugya based on Pitikarir Vesotem, is that when Reb Hananim and Akabia allows the hole cut out in the middle is not necessarily cause of chov for good, like we've been saying, but simply because Mishum Pitikra, Pitikarir Vesotem, simply running down the sides, and that would be enough that was sufficient. And then actually to come full circle, that's when you might start kicking in with um, the opinions of um the, the question, the, the question of the Corona Eda and the early Sugya that said, well, if it's particular, so then why don't you cop a good, but I'll leave it for your further study. But let's, get, let's just finish off the three statements of, 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 um, Kananya. The other, Kananya says, well, the three things, one is Kutsutra, the other one is Atza Shibayam, and the other one's Havat Alontit. That's just to complete the three. What are the three different things? First, we said Kutsutra, we talked about the, the balcony that had a hole cut out of the center of it, and simply relying on Chof for good. The other one is Atza Shibayam. Now, this Atza Shabiyam is some, I'll read Rav Chaim here. It's got two ways to understand it. But he says, well, it itself is Asavim, sort of, um, grass that is growing by the water. It says, and if you, there's two ways to explain what the heter is. One is, if you simply wrap up your produce with it, it won't immediately become susceptible to Tumah. To explain, when for food to become susceptible, Tumah has to come, to come into contact with one of the seven liquids. And these things are wet, no? No, but it has to be that they've generally done what's called the ratzo, meaning I have to walk, I want water to come into contact, and then these foods become susceptible to tumor. So wrapping it up in these, in this um, seaweed or grass that's growing by the water, because your intention is not to draw moisture from it to wetness, just to wrap it up. Inami, another understanding is one understanding is actually it wasn't got to do with laws of but rather to insulate with these things on Erev Shabbos because these things aren't more safe because they don't increase heat like we learned before. Those two ways to explain exactly what was Atza Shabiyam. And the last one is Havat Alontit. Havat Alontit, if you recall, we said if someone um, goes to bathes or goes to Mikvah on Shabbos and he dries himself with a towel, he can't bring it home with him. Why? There's a concern. Shemi Yisrael, he'll end up wringing it out. Okay? We said if there's multiple people, they can remind each other, it'll be okay. So what was in Matir? In other words, Matthew, he says, this zero effect will be rolled back. In other words, I read Reb Chaim, the Tanina, Bet, the Shabbos, Arochet, Mami Ma'ara, over May Tveria, if you wash yourself in the, in the waters of a, um, of, of a Ma'ara, which is the cave where water, water collects, or May Tveria, Venista Pegging dries them off, even if you use 10 towels, you cannot bring with you, Lovian Viador, meaning, why? Even, it's right, even with an Eruv, Shemi is hot, just in case you might bring it out. Vesirela Reb Chanania, Dechadru, Vehitiru, that actually were Choser and Matir this situation, about even carrying this, this um, towel back with themselves on the Shabbat. Okay, that's the Shir today. Call to have a good day, everyone.